Hello and welcome to another edition of Solid Steps Radio. I'm Chad Russell, still. That's Kurt Souter, still. Co-host and uh, Kurt is with Further Still Ministries. How you doing this morning, Kurt? Chad, fantastic. Good. Doing fantastic. Yeah, we, uh, we are doing a show today, a little ditty called Solid Steps Radio. We have been doing this now for going on, almost, it'll be two years this fall. If you're just listening to us live on the radio, thank you for listening. Hopefully you're listening on purpose. If you're not and you're driving your kids to a game or you're going to the grocery or you're running errands and you just happen to upon us, uh, hi, how are you? I'm Chad. That's Kurt. Uh, nice to meet you. And uh, we hope you will become a, a long-term listener. This is the show for men by men talking about things from a man's perspective. And for those of you who have been listening regularly, we thank you. And if you check out the podcast, we appreciate you doing that. This is a show that will be podcasted. Go to furtherstillministries.org. Is it .org or .com? Org. Yeah, .org. Furtherstillministries.org. And you can click on the microphone or you can go to SoundCloud or iTunes and just type in Solid Steps Radio. But today is a little bit different of a show. In fact, Kurt, I was looking back through our history of our shows this is only the second time we've ever done what we're doing today i think really the second show we ever did it was just you and i in the studio and today uh, i say by circumstance maybe by god's intervention here we had a guest and that guest didn't get a chance to to pan out today we had to reschedule it so we had to do an audible and we had to make some changes on the fly and we decided that we were going to talk today about a topic that i think men should be really interested in I think men can be interested in because it, it's got a lot of, of, of man flavor to it. <laughs> and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But before we get started, I heard a podcast yesterday. I listen to podcasts. I listen, try to listen to one a day, if not two or three a day. I like listening to podcasts. And I was listening to a podcast yesterday, and, and there was a woman being interviewed, and her name is Debbie Millman. And I didn't know Debbie Millman existed until, until yesterday, but she is a rock star in the designer world. Now, when I say designer world, I'm talking about marketing and branding, okay? Mm. She's a rock star. About 20% of any retail items that go out the door, she has had her hand in marketing. She's marketed with Star Wars, Burger King, some of the big corporations. Really? Wow. She's a big deal. But the topic of conversation was designing your life from a designer's perspective, okay? Mm. Now, I'm gonna take take a two-hour podcast and boil it down into 20 seconds. What the conversation was, her mom moved from New York to Florida and packed up all kinds of stuff, and she found a drawing that Debbie did when she was eight years old. And this drawing was everything that she had wanted at, at eight was actually happening now. Her career, where she lived, she was actually doing what she drew on a picture when she was eight years old. And it got me thinking about how hmm. we design a life or how we look at it and say, okay, where do we want to go with this life? Now that just made us think, because that's what our conversation is today. We're going to talk about where are we going with life and not just in theory, you've actually been through this the past couple months with a really cool uh, meeting that you had with and a weekend that you spent with a gentleman and he helped you walk through and basically kind of map out your life a little bit. He, uh, yeah, he, um, he basically, uh, Dan Webster is a guy, he's a pastor and, and he's been a, a executive coach and he uh, uh, just loves helping people figure out how God has wired them, made them, and looks at their history, looks at their past, looks at the present and how, how that 
really maps out their future. Now, what's his story? What's Dan's story? You said he was a pastor at some point. He was a pastor up in Chicago and really leading a ministry, uh, one of the largest ministries, uh, if not the largest student ministry in the country at the time, as it's 20 some years ago. And uh, what brought him life and vitality and all, all of the bigness of all these kids and ministry opportunities began to suck his soul hmm. dry. Right. And he, re- he, he just, he recognized that the very thing that I loved to do was now draining me. And I needed to learn how to take care of my soul. I needed, and we've talked about that, you know, uh, in the past, but I, I, he was, you know, just shriveling up, so to speak, his inner man. And so he um, pulled away from being a pastor and really started uh, a ministry called Authentic Leadership. And he uh, really began to examine the inner world, inner man, and that's what he's been doing for the last 20, 25 years, helping pastors, helping people, business leaders uh, in in corporate world, um, really look at uh, your inner man, look at your life, and how and what God is doing up to this point, and then what he has in store for you. He really, you know, Philippians chapter 1 says, He who began a good work in you, will bring it to completion on the day of Christ Jesus. And so, you know, what, what does that look like? What is, what is the good work that God has begun in you? And, that, and that's what he walked me through. So you said three things, the past, the present, and the future. Talk about the past element. How did he look at your past? How far back did he go? Well, you know, it, 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 before we actually met, he sent me uh, some stuff that he wanted me to kind of fill out some uh, forms is the wrong word, but, you know, just kind of, and one of the pages was, I want you to look at your life from zero to 10, kind of in decades, zero to 10. And he says, really what I want, if, if at all possible, your siblings and your mom and dad to kind of what, what words described you as a zero to 10 year old? And then from 10 to 20. And, and that's when he says, that's what I want you, your words from 10 to 20, 20 to 30, 30 to 40, 40 to 50. What are the words and what are the highlights, good things and negative things, highlights and the tough times in those decades? And put those down in writing and let me look at that. And we're going to talk about those decades, zero to ten. You know, what characterized you as a boy, you know, as zero to ten? Was that hard for you? I mean, you had to have some memories of, you know, eight, nine, ten, twelve years. Did, did you have... A hard time? Um, I, I really didn't have a hard time in the, uh, because I just shot a text to my family and said, hey, <laughs> what, how, how do you remember me? Right. And uh, you know, my, one of my brothers responded back and he said, uh, energetic, athletic, and uh, passionate, you know, just full of life. Which, which, and you know, I, I, that's how I remember zero to 10. I just loving life. Right. I was the middle kid, you know, and just life's a party. Life's fun. How can we, you know, playing ball and. Well, energetic and passion would be two words that could be described for you today. <laughs> right. So that had to be yeah. interesting to go back to zero to 10. So, so he took it per decade. Yeah. Per decade. Okay. And yeah. And so, so then, you know, I, I, I began to think through, okay, what was 10 to 20? What, are, what were the highlights? And I loved athletics and I loved, you know, playing ball. And so I, in high school, I played football, basketball, baseball, and, um, and, and and so then he then when we got together he mm-hmm. said oh, talk about that 
You know, what, what positions did you play? And then I began, well, I was quarterback, and I was the catcher. And I, I called every pitch that every, you know, every pitcher that I caught, every inning. And, you know, I'm kind of the leader out there. I'm may, is this going to be a fastball, curveball, change ball, change up? You know, what um, – so I played quarterback, I played point guard, and I played catcher. All leadership positions on the field or on the court. And he's like, are you seeing – you see what God was doing, even you, as a as a kid. Now let me ask you this: If somebody wanted me to talk about zero to ten, ten to twenty, I would want to get through it as quickly as possible. Okay? Did you find yourself kind of kind of resisting that, saying, eh, "Let's kind of move on to now," or did he really make you mine into the past a little bit deeper? I mean, he just wanted to have a, at least a glimpse, right? Because. He really believes in uh, Psalm 16 uh, that the Lord has made known to me the path of life Mm. and that he who began a good work in me, and and I would say the same for you, Chad, Mm. he who began a good work in you, Chad Russell, even though you want, you might want to plow through those years quickly and get like, let's get to the, let's get to the here and now. Um, No. God was alive. God was at movement and work. And even though you didn't know Jesus personally then, the Lord knew you. I think people think that, well, the day I started to follow God is the day God knew me. Mm, right? No. Yeah. And, 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 you know, Jeremiah talks about, you know, I, I, as a little kid, God called me. Well, God didn't call Jeremiah to be a preacher and, you know, start preaching when he's three years old. But no, but Jeremiah, he, he was called from the mother's his mother's womb and, and John the Baptist the same way. You know, God begins this work. And so he knew Chad Russell. He knew Kurt Souter, even though um, we didn't turn our lives over. I, you know, for me, I did turn my life over in junior high. Right. But for you, you were in your 20s. Right. And uh, but God knew you all along, and God was working, and God was moving, and and some people think, well, yeah, but all that tragedy, all maybe I was abused, or I was, you know, I had this horrible upbringing, but God knew you, and God still has a plan, and God even wants to use all of that. I, I mean, in, in the last twenty five years of ministry that I've ministered to people, I've seen people who have been abused and had just a horrible zero to ten life. Uh, up to 10 years old, or even up to, to 20. And then God redeemed them. God saved them. They turned their lives over to Jesus. And then God used all of that pain and suffering and sorrow to, to where they're being hugely used by God right now. I'll tell you what, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. In the next segment, there was three other items that he, some, some questions he asked you about uh, your past life, and there was one question he asked you maybe even about your future life, the past, present, and future, and one of them was about if you were laying in a coffin question, <laughs> which we're going to cover that here in the next segment and the next couple segments about what it is to design your life, or not design your life, but work with God who is designing our life and how he designed us. So we're going to talk more about that. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back shortly. Thanks for listening to Solid Steps Radio. Hi, Chad Russell, Kurt Souter, back on Solid Steps Radio. We thank you for listening, and uh, we are talking today about analyzing your life, looking at your inner self, and, and just talking about where you're going as a man, and 
maybe the wherever you are in your life, maybe the second half of your life, just talking about finishing well, having clarity of where you're going in life. And uh, if you are going through your house and you realize your flooring is in bad shape, you need to go and have clarity to go to Carol Rogers Carpet One and get some new carpet, new new floor. Uh, you need to go to and Credit Union to pay for it. And speaking of clarity and seeing well, Vision First. They are great at helping you see well. If you want to have clarity for your life, you need to be able to see physically well. So go to Vision First. And then Country Lake uh, Christian Retreat Center. They are doing all kinds of summer camps. And then Bright Star. Uh, Bright Star is the, a new sponsor. We're very excited about having them on board. They do in-home care for anybody who needs that stuff. So we thank all of our sponsors. So we're talking today. Nice segue. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so, Kurt, you recently uh, spent some time a couple months ago with Dan Webster. And Dan's kind of a life coach, uh, helping people kind of look at their life and seeing where they're going and having some clarity. In the first segment, we were talking about uh, analyzing your past. And you, your past, present, and future are all connected. And where you are now has a lot to do with where you were in regards to what has happened to you. And you talked about how Dan wanted you to look before you got together on your retreat, your weekend retreat. He wanted you to do a little bit of homework. And part of that homework was analyzing your decades up to your up to this moment in your life, your zero to 10, 10 to 20, 20 to 30, 30 to 40. And how old are you now? <laughs> I'm 29. Okay. So you're at 50, right? Anybody who's 50 something says that. So, uh, and he wanted you to analyze your decades, right? Yep. Then he asked you a question that I think people have always thought, but he really wanted you to think and write and ponder and really get into. And what was that question? He, he's, he wanted me to write it down. He said, I, I want you to write down your lane in your coffin and the, your family is and friends are gathered around you. And he says, what are they saying? What are they saying about you? And what do you want them to say? What do you want to be having them come out of their mouth that is talking about you? And I, I, I've thought about that in the past, but I've never put it down on paper most of the times when they think it takes us about 30 seconds to think about that it's fleeting and, it, and it's gone but he wanted you to really no he yeah he wanted you to wrestle with it and say what specifically do you want them to be saying and write it down and write it down and you know so you you, you begin you kind of go oh you know i want he's a great guy you know well is, is that all i want them to say mm-hmm. you know I, oh yeah he was a good man you know he's a he's a great guy you know, I, you know, so I, I, I wrote, I wrote down, you know, I want, I want them to say that he loved well. He, he truly loved well. He, first of all, he loved the Lord, his God. It was very obvious. It was very evident. He was, it was crystal clear, the priorities of his life, that he loved his maker. Mm. He loved the Lord Jesus. And then he loved his bride. Mm -hmm. He loved his wife. He cherished her. He honored her. I mean, there was no question. He was a, you know, as the Bible would call it, a a one woman kind of man. Mm -hmm. And uh, then he, he, he was a family guy. He loved his kids. He poured into them. He, you know, and you start putting this down on paper Mm -hmm. and like, uh, you know, Lord, I, I hope I don't, I hope I'm not in the coffin, you know, in the next week or two. But I mean, I just went to the funeral home yesterday um, and uh, young, fairly young guy mm-hmm. um, just fell asleep. Uh, he was in his chair and 
he was gone. And I, and so I'm some in, in that funeral in the, in the funeral home, and you know, some of them be kind of reflecting, you know, on my life, and you think, oh my goodness, he is morbid. He is just a, wow. You are negative. No, I don't think it's being negative at all. You know, the Bible. I mean, when you come face to face with death, um, you realize, hey, well, you know, it doesn't matter. I mean, you and I talked about a young girl who's, uh, you know, got terminal cancer. And um, she might live for another 25, 30 years, or she might be gone who right. knows when. Right. And that we don't know. Right. But th- to have the conversation with yourself of really looking and saying, okay, what do I want people to say about me? That helped get priorities all of a sudden pretty clear then right? yeah but yeah because From that. yeah because then he uh he he moved towards okay what are they saying about you to okay then now let's write these priorities down and i want you to number them mm-hmm. um and, and you know so i you know i also wanted them to say not only do you love god but he was a model to follow he was a man's man who lived what he he his walk is what his talk was his talk was his walk i mean it was it was consistent. He wasn't perfect, but he he was a man who truly um, lived with biblical priorities. It was crystal clear. And I, I, I would like to be a, a dad like him. I'd like to be a worker like him. I'd like to be um, a grandpa, I mean, even though I'm not a grandpa yet. Right. Uh, you know, hopefully one day I will be. <laughs> um, and he did, and he and he, he lived a life of love. He but he was also an encourager. He was a he was and when you walked into the room, he was a life giver. Um, hmm. It's like wow, yeah. That, I mean that that's what I want to be known as and, I, I, and be remembered. I wonder how many guys right now, if you're listening, have you ever done that? Have you ever took a sheet of paper, a, a pen, sat down at the kitchen table and said? What do I want people to say and write it down? I'm, we're challenging, guys. We want to be a tool in your toolbox, men, if you're listening, and ladies too. But, guys, if you're listening to the show, we don't want to just be about the abstract. We don't want to just be about the theories. We want to be about how can we help you move the ball down the field in life, in every area of your life. And that may be the one thing, if you hear the show today, that you say, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to sit down with a piece of paper and ask, what do I want people to say about me at my funeral? Other specifically. Than, yeah, specifically, right? Now, we talked a little bit here. And, and let me back up, yeah. because if, if we can't write it down specifically, if it's nebulous in our mind, and it's, it's foggy, um, it's probably going to be foggy in our, our, our life. Our, our life. Yeah. It's going to be foggy for our kids and our, our spouse and our friends. They're, they're not, if it's foggy for us, it's going to be foggy for them. And what they'll end up saying is, oh, yeah, he was a good guy. And I'm gonna tell you, bro. I I don't want to be laying in my <laughs> in the coffin and going, yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's a good guy. Um, <laughs> I don't want to be good. I want to be more than good. Yeah, absolutely. And I think God has that plan for every man to be more than good. So, um, so when you're, he talked then a little bit about your past, a lot about your past, zero to ten, ten yep. to twenty. Yep. Okay, analyze mm-hmm. that. Then he talked a little bit about your future. Right. What do you want people to say about you at your funeral, which is in the future? We hope for some people that's a week. Some people that's, you know, 60 years from now. We don't know. So but they also when he, when you all got together, he kind of started delving more in the present. Right. Mm-hmm. So he took the past a little bit before you got he wanted you to do this work before you got together. And yes. then when you got together, what did you guys do? You and Dan. Well, then he before we go there, he, he wanted to. He wanted to say, uh, write your priorities down. 
and and number them in order. Okay. So you know, so, so I mean, you know, I, I wrote, my number one thing I wrote down was my walk with with God. Do I do I love Him? Do, am I honoring Him? Am I living for Him? You know, and then. And then secondly, you know, do I passionately love my bride? And uh, is, it, is it crystal clear to her that other than Jesus, she is the number one priority in my life? And then, and then you go to, you know, your kids and then, uh, you know, just a, a life of, uh, and it goes back to, again, um, you know, what would you put on your tombstone? And, you know, the Apostle Paul, at the end of his life, he said, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. And now there's stored up for me a crown of righteousness that is as real. It's, it's as real as you and I are talking here right now, Chad. It's as real. There would be this crown of righteousness. And I go, yeah, that's what I want. Mm. I want that on my tombstone. That's, and that's the priority that I want to be fleshed out in my life. The people know unequivocally those were the priorities of his life. Well, when they asked Jesus, what's the two greatest commandments, or what's the greatest commandment? He said, I'll give you two. Yeah, there's not always one. <laughs> love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And then the other one is like this, love others as you would love yourself, right? So it's, it's you said love well. If love isn't on our priority list, we're in trouble, mm. right? If love is not on our priority list of loving people well, you can accomplish things. If we're talking to guys, which is who we're shooting at, from a work perspective, I ask you guys, if you go to work today, whether you're digging ditches or making building up corporations, if you applied the fogginess that you have to your personal life, to your business, what would your business look like? You'd probably get fired. <laughs> If you're the CEO, I always jokingly say I'm a, I'm a kind of self, I'm a self-employed. I, I should have fired myself multiple times over the years. But the truth is, if you applied that to your business, what would your business look like? And you would almost go, that's insane. I have to have a plan. I have to have some vision and clarity. And so we're going to take a break. But when we come back, you go on this retreat and you were with Dan for what, two days? Two days. Okay. So he makes you, he says, hey, look at your past. Analyze your decades. Think about your future, what they're going to say when you're dead. And then when you get here, we're going to unpack these two things about your present, about giving you some clarity about where you're going. And, and Kurt had some pretty cool revelations from that weekend. So we're going to talk about those when we get back. So thank you for listening. We hope you join us. If you want to hear this in its entirety, go to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or go to furtherstoneministries.org. Type in Solid Steps Radio, and you can listen to this podcast. It'll be there on Monday morning. So thanks for listening. We'll be back shortly for our third segment of Solid Steps Radio.